1: It's the month of March.
2: I know. And uh, made
1: congratulations, it. <laughs> Stephanie, grandma a second time. Grammy. Grammy a Grammy. second time. That's okay. That's right. A
2: second time well, over. Let's hear the news. Two times in one year. Yes. So the first one Benny was born last March 16th and yes. this one uh Finley Rose came Oh, was it February 27th? 26th was I think. Sunday. it, was Sunday. Was it on yeah, Sunday? Yeah, Sunday during church. That's yeah. right. So I got well, two little girls. Thank you. That's Thank awesome.
1: You. But hey, we're going to dive right in. We've got a full show. Last week, we had mayoral candidate mm-hmm. Jackie Vincent with us. Mm-hmm. This week, uh, Danville's mayor, yeah. Ricky Williams, is going to be with us beginning at 830. But I'm super excited to have in studio with us two people from Second Church, mm-hmm. Tracy Thomas, our discipleship minister, and Steve Deffenbaugh, who leads a super important ministry. Steph, I want you to say a word about this ministry and then kick it off with a question for Steve.
2: Well, the ministry that we're talking about this morning is called Grief Share, and I'm pretty passionate about it, although I have never actually been through it myself. okay, I've never led it, but my mom has led it. My mom, Marsha Wilkinson, has led it for years, both at our church as well as her own church in Covington at First Baptist. And I think it's just such a powerful ministry when you lose a loved one and you sometimes feel like, you're, you know, going through that alone. It's the kind of ministry where you don't have to be a believer. I mean, you don't have to have any church background, but you all, you can have something in common with the rest of the people that are there. You, you're both. You're all in in loss, and so I'm just pretty passionate about it, and I'm thankful that Steve has come on board and is going to be leading that ministry because it's so important.
1: Yeah, yeah. So Steve, grief share. Tell us all about it.
3: Oh, I will tell you what, grief <laughs> share is a powerful program. Mm-hmm. It spoke to my heart almost three years ago. Actually, I was introduced uh, to Grief Share through Stephanie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, she approached me in the church after the death of my wife, Sherry, and I can still remember the day she came up to me and said, I think you need Grief Share. Yeah. And it uh, was a surprise to me. I didn't really know a lot about Grief Share, but I agreed to go. Upon Stephanie's prompting.
4: (laughs) Yeah. And
3: uh, went that first night and I found it a very powerful experience when people come and they share their grief and their story as a group. I mean, that's why it's called grief share. Yeah. Powerful things happen Mm -hmm. and people begin to relate to each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, They bond and they help each other heal. Mm -hmm. And so that's what really grief share is about. Um, And one of the ways I like to start. If you don't mind me sharing, I'd like to read to you some scripture and talk a little bit about that. This is Ecclesiastes three, about one through six. There is a time for everything, and a season for every activity under heaven. A time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to uproot, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear down and a time to build, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn, and a time to dance. You know, when we come into Grief Share, we're hurting. Yeah. Um, it, that grief experience, mm-hmm. when you, after you lose a loved one, and in my case, uh, losing a wife that I've been married to for 43 years who is a Christian counselor, mm-hmm. um, it's hard to explain all the feelings and emotions that you have. Mm-hmm. And as you begin to work through Grief Share, you realize that you are going through a season. You know, your season has changed, and now you're in a season of grief. And one of the things Grief Share does is it gives us a set of tools that we share and we can experience with people to help us heal. And there are so many things to heal from. You know, we have grief experiences like anger and regret and loss, yeah. And loneliness. I mean, the list goes on and mm-hmm. on. Right. Mm-hmm. And we experience those. And, and boy, those are powerful things. And mm-hmm. so to be able to work through those a step at a time with a group of people, mm-hmm. it, it's just quite an amazing experience. And so after that first session that I went through grief share, I developed a passion for it. Mm-hmm. And so since then, I've been helping to lead grief share. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited about the opportunity Uh, to do that starting this next week.
2: Right, Tuesday night?
3: Tuesday night, uh, 6 o'clock, Second Church of Christ. And as you said, you don't need to be a church member. You Mm -hmm. don't need to be a part of Second Church. Mm -hmm. We welcome everyone that can come.
1: How how long is Grief Share? What's the time commitment someone would be making?
3: That's a good question. Grief Share is 13 sessions. Mm -hmm.
1: Okay,
3: okay. Yeah, 13 weeks, once a week. And what I like to say is, if you're going to come... Please commit to three sessions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those first three sessions are some of the hardest ones. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. just as Scripture says, you know, there's a time to mourn and there's a time to weep. Mm-hmm. But what you find is, you allow us to help you heal over those 13 sessions, and there will be times when we will laugh together. Right. <laughs> you know, we may not be dancing together. Right. Right. <laughs> but but we will be uh, sharing life. And life's right. experiences, and we will be laughing. And I know after that first session, boy, it's hard. There's, you know, grief share is hard. Yeah. But you make that commitment and you come in, and we'll help each other heal.
2: And it doesn't have to be a recent loss. It can, some people attend grief share. They may have had a loss a long time ago, that right. they just haven't really. You know, they say the word gotten over. I don't know that you ever get over, but, you know, it doesn't have to be a recent loss, but it it can be a recent loss. I know my mom often says she loves the week when you start to turn the corner yeah. and, you know, the crying, not that the crying stops, but the the laughter begins to happen and you begin to feel joy again and healing starts to happen. That's good. Yeah,
3: Yeah, you're absolutely right. And I have experienced that now a number of times uh, in the group. And like I said, those first three sessions are hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the hardest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you make that commitment and you're willing to do the work, you know that's what grief share is really about. Is you have to be able to step up and say, "I want to heal." Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't want to be stuck in mm-hmm. grief. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to be stuck in this in having these feelings and and living my life like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I want to be able to move on. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, Steve, I want to commend you because I. As a pastor for many, many years, and Tracy and Stephanie, you probably see this as well. um, I think men, a lot of times, they want to suppress this. They don't want to lean into this. They don't want to cry. They want to just try to move on. And I just think you've been a great model saying, Mm -hmm. as a man, Mm -hmm. going through grief, I'm going to lean in. And like you said, now you're leading a ministry. So thank you.
3: Man, I appreciate that. You know, I guess I came to realize... About halfway through that first grief share session, something happened to me in that I saw my life story. Yeah. And actually diagrammed that life story. Yeah. And Sherry was such a huge part of that as a counselor. Mm-hmm. Right. And when we learned that she had a terminal illness, mm-hmm. um, and that illness took about four or five months before her death, she continued to counsel us. Mm-hmm. Uh, she counseled me, she counseled my family, she counseled her clients, yep. um, that continued. But one of the things that she did, and I can try to tell you this without crying, is that she left me with some scripture references, yeah. and she handed it to me, and she said, you're going to need this. Yeah. Well, you know, I read through it, and read through them, and now I've integrated them into Grief Share. Mm-hmm. That's And great. so I actually mm-hmm. share that. Ah, uh, within the grief share program,
1: and that's great.
3: Mm-hmm. And so you're right about a passion, and you're right about communication. You know, it's we laugh about it, but us men, we don't often communicate very well.
1: Right, right.
3: Uh, women are much better at it. That's
1: right. That's than right. Than us
3: men. And so, a little bit of an advantage I had was that Sherry and I communicated yeah. constantly. It was part of our relationship. And so she kind of helped me through that process. Even in her dying process, she helped me.
1: What a great gift. What a blessing. Tracy, I want to get you in here real quick. You're a fairly new staff member. You've been with us for about eight months. Um, What have you witnessed with Grief Share? We had a membership class the other night. We heard about the impact of Grief Share. What can you add? Well, the idea of church as community, and we are in this together. And I think people in their grief, we know in our heads that other people share grief. We know that. Right. But in our hearts we often feel that this pain is ours. Yeah. And ours alone. Yeah. And I think grief share gives people an opportunity to do this in community. It becomes an open door to the greater community yeah. of yeah. the church. And like you mentioned in the membership event, just the number of people that said grief share was our front door. It was right. just our way to really begin to grasp how wonderful this thing called church is. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Well, hey, one more time, Steve. When is grief share? Where's it meet? And who is invited?
3: This next Tuesday night, six o'clock, Second Church of Christ. And I'm really looking forward to when you walk in the door, I get to say, Welcome to Grief Share.
1: There you go. Mm -hmm. Praise the Lord. You're
3: not alone.
1: Well, Steve Deffenbaugh, Tracy Thomas, thank you so much for joining us today. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're going to go to break right now. When we come back, Steph, I want to tell you about my date night last night. We rarely have a date night, sadly, (laughs) but we had a great date night and I want to share all the details. Awesome. All right. You're listening to Direct Line. It is Thursday, March the 2nd, and we'll be right back after
5: this.
2: Hi.
7: This is Deanna Witzel with the Witzel Family McDonald's and we are hiring With great benefits and starting pay up to $14 per hour, we have flexible opportunities to fit anyone's schedule.
5: McDonald's is great for students, moms to work around school schedules, or senior citizens. Let us help you make friends in just a few hours a week, or anyone who wants extra spending money.
7: With seven locations, McDonald's is close to home, with starting pay up to $14 per hour, career tracks for management, plus great benefits. McDonald's has an immediate job for you. Apply online at mchire.com. McDonald's, we're a part of every community.
1: You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN.
2: Well, welcome back to Direct Line with uh, Stephanie and Greg, and that was just an awesome chance to get to visit a little bit about Grief Share with our friends Steve Deffenbaugh and Tracy Thomas. And um, you know, they call it a club that nobody wants to join, right? But almost all of us at some point will experience deep and great loss. And so, again, yeah. we invite any listener who is struggling and uh, maybe would like to seek some help um, to join us on Tuesday night, March seventh, at six o'clock yep. at Second Church of Christ. That's the church on the curve on Lynch Road. Yep. And uh, you'll be greeted and welcomed, and you'll probably be nervous. Yep. <laughs> it's okay. C- come on in the doors, and um, someone will welcome you and help you get to the right spot.
1: And I'd throw this out. If you want more information, call Stephanie, mm-hmm. call Tracy, call me at yep. the church, 442-7306. Yep. Yep. But the best advice is just give it a shot. Come That's on right. out. Like Steve said, give it three weeks. That's right. You know? That's right.
2: Well, let's talk yeah. about something more uplifting, your date night. So
1: I got to tell you, we've been <laughs> married for 30 years. It's yeah. really d- easy to just slip into that right. you know the, right. the, the routine of life <laughs> yeah. and you're just on the couch vegging yeah. but um there's a movie that's come out that right. i've heard a lot about called okay. the jesus revolution i referenced it sunday i rarely recommend something <laughs> i have not consumed right but um Every review that I'd heard was positive. Even non-Christians were saying, mm-hmm. "This is really worth your time." Mm-hmm. And so we, we made the move. We, we made a hospital call, okay. and you know we were running late, so we had our first ever dinner at the theater. I did not know this. The theater in Savoy, Illinois, actually has a kitchen. Oh,
2: really? So yeah,
1: I had chicken, bacon, ranch quesadillas.
2: Nice. Good.
1: Yeah. Very. Is affordable. there a table? Nope. Nope. They <laughs> so give you hold a little, it they on give your a little, lap. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um, yeah, I ate some quesadillas nice. and I watched Jesus Revolution, and? which is the. Uh, Phenomenal. Phenomenal? Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's the story of the Jesus People movement from the late 60s, early 70s. We talked about this back on the show probably a year ago when we um, went through the Jesus Music uh, documentary, and this is the story of Chuck Smith and Lonnie Frisbee and Greg Laurie and Calvary Chapel, and Mm -hmm. uh, I thought it was excellent. I thought Kelsey Grammer was incredible, the guy that plays Jesus on The Chosen is... Lonnie Frisbee in this movie and uh, it's odd because you know he's not Jesus he's Lonnie Frisbee but (laughs) um, just really really powerful. Now I listened to a podcast this weekend I listened to Ed Stetzer live most weekends when it comes out and he interviewed Greg Laurie. Greg Laurie is still a pastor he leads Harvest. Um, I I don't want to give it all away but He told a lot of the backstory that was Hmm. just really excellent. But I highly recommend it. Now, if you are a believer, I think this is a really excellent opportunity just to see one of the great spiritual awakenings Mm -hmm. in U.S. history, Mm -hmm. I would say. Mm -hmm. Uh, No doubt that the impact of the late 60s, early 70s had a huge, huge impact. touch Mm -hmm. many places. Mm -hmm. If you are not a believer or maybe you used to be a church person or maybe you describe yourself as a skeptic. I still recommend it because I think you're going to see a swath of history, Hmm. and I think it's done in a way that is not offensive. I think it's done in a way that's very fair. Um, It's not all peaches and cream. I mean, they they show some of the struggles. Mm -hmm. They show um, some of the pushback that Chuck Smith received, Um, and I, I did not make. Some Christians look good, quite honestly.
2: Well, Christians don't always look I, good. I, I agree, <laughs> yeah. but
1: um, I just think it is a gift in a lot of ways, huh. and I really loved it. Neat. So I want you to go see it, Stephanie. Okay, I,
2: I'll go. Maybe, maybe staff. Maybe we can I do a think staff, the staff outing. should go. That would yeah. be fun. Yep. Yeah.
1: So um, highly recommend it. Marla Tup- liked it. Marla loved it. Okay. Yeah. Did she yeah. have quesadillas? Uh, she also had quesadillas. Okay. Yeah. We, you know, we, I'm
2: always about the food. Oh so yeah. I want to know. About but that. I mean, they've got chicken strips. <laughs> they? They've got
1: paninis. Really? Yeah. Uh, you know, panini's just a fancy word for a sandwich but, right. but um, yeah, say. it was pretty impressive okay. I gotta tell you Good. so okay. anyway Good. hey couple things Sunday great day talk about Honey in the Rock
2: <laughs> well it's a new song that's out and um, I can't take any credit for doing it um, Kenna Osborne and Elizabeth List our children's ministry directors came back from a conference a couple weeks ago or a few weeks ago and said oh Stephanie you gotta do this song sometime and so I yeah. always when people say you gotta do this song I write it down right. and then I listen to it and I decided this was the week and we bought honey sticks, which I didn't even know existed. And uh, you invited people to like break them open and suck on the honey out of these little honey sticks while we sang. And I don't know how many people did that or not, but the whole thing was to remind you that Jesus, you know, it's from the land talking about that God provided for the children of Israel in the land flowing with milk and honey Right, and that God still provides everything that we need and that it's just very sweet to trust in Jesus. So it was an object lesson, you know, the sweetness in your mouth while you're thinking about the sweetness of trusting in Jesus.
1: And you know, I thought it was an interesting text looking at the time Jesus became angry right. and should we become righteously angry? There are things that yep. make me angry, but how do I handle that? And we ended with a really focused prayer time because yep. that's where the text, Mark 11, that's where it goes. Right. And you spend time seeing Jesus teach his disciples, you know, if you don't doubt, if you believe, mm-hmm. if you have faith, mm-hmm. you can do anything. Well, so, And that,
2: so- that song also spoke to right? that. It was like, I keep praying, you keep moving. <laughs> yep. Yep.
1: Yeah, so this week... um, Tracy Thomas is up. Because yep. you're going to be at pr- I'm gonna the I'm going to be in the prison, yeah. 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 Um, leading chapel. That's okay. one of my favorite things I get to do I as a pastor in this community. Yeah. I hope you do. I'm, gonna, I'm going it to. is incredibly moving. Yeah. But yeah. hey, we couldn't do Direct Line without some incredible sponsors. Mm-hmm. Who are we saying thank you to?
2: Don and Dion and Whitzel with McDonald's. Chris and Dacia Robinson with Robinson Chiropractic. Bill and Mary Lou Knight with Lakewood Insurance. The Darby family with Sunset Funeral Home. The team at Hans Tank Wash. And Dean and Gina Crandall with Morgan Stanley.
1: Two more things. Him not is a week from Sunday. Right. For those of you that like the old hymns, yep. come on out Sunday, March 12th at 6 p.m. That's yep. time change weekend. I know. So we'll have a little yeah. more daylight. Yeah. And then the Fellowship of Christian Athletes Banquet is this Tuesday, March mm-hmm. 7th at Crossroads. That's where I'm going to be mm-hmm. looking forward to hearing the voice of the Illini, Brian Barnhart, Sweet. share his testimony nice. and his faith. And we're going to go to break. And when we come back, we are going to be blessed to be able to sit with the mayor of mm-hmm. Danville, Ricky Williams. You're listening to Direct Live. It's Thursday, March 2nd. We'll be right back.
7: This is Deanna Witzel with the Witzel Family McDonald's and we are hiring. With great benefits and starting pay up to $14 per hour, we have flexible opportunities to fit anyone's schedule.
5: McDonald's is great for students, moms to work around school schedules or senior citizens. Let us help you make friends in just a few hours a week or anyone who wants extra spending money.
7: With seven locations, McDonald's is close to home with starting pay up to $14 per hour, career tracks for management plus great benefits. McDonald's has an immediate job for you. Apply online at mchire.com. McDonald's, we're
4: Find Lakewood Insurance Agency on Facebook or call 217-260-5647.
1: Hans Tank Wash is proud to support the Women's Care Clinic. Let's hear now from Interim Co-Director Mariah Hansen.
2: Women's Care Clinic in Danville provides the love and support every woman deserves during pregnancy. The best news is all our services are free. Free pregnancy tests, free ultrasounds for pregnancy confirmation, and even free consultations with medical professionals. And that's not all. We offer parenting education, mentoring for moms and dads, and help with adoption planning. We also work closely with many community agencies for all the support our families need. More than anything, Women's Care Clinic offers hope, compassion, and care to our clients of every age and background. We'd love to have you join us. To learn more, volunteer, or make a gift, visit danvillewcc.org or call 217-431-0987. Women's Care Clinic in Danville, changing lives one decision at a time.
1: You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Well, welcome back to Direct Line. It's Thursday, March the 2nd. Greg and Steph, we've had a great morning Mm -hmm. already with interviews with Tracy Thomas and Steve Deffenbaugh about the ministry of Grief Share. And we're blessed right now to have with us the mayor of Danville, Ricky Williams. Mr. Mayor, thanks
5: for being with us. Welcome. Good morning, y'all. Thank you for having me today. And
1: I want to start. um, I know you know a lot of people. A lot of people know you. But I'm sure there's people that don't really know your story.
5: Mm -hmm. What is the Ricky Williams story? Well, uh, grew up born to parents who were, um, not married at first. Mm. Um, and, uh, actually a couple of pastors advised my parents that they abort me because, uh, uh one, because they weren't married another because it was interracial. Mm. So thankfully my parents chose yeah. life. Absolutely. Um, my parents were poor, but they were hardworking and they loved Jesus and yeah. they raised me to be hardworking and to love Jesus mm. too. Yeah. So we grew up, we moved to our little house in Danville. Um, I was, a. You know, all conference football player, uh, okay. show, show choir, madrigals, all that stuff. <laughs> Got a presidential scholarship to attend Millikan University, okay. studied political science. Yeah. And then after that, I went to, uh, I was on a full fellowship to um, pursue a PhD in political science. There, I went on a missions trip my fourth year. The Lord kind of rerouted everything hmm. that I thought I was doing, and yeah. I wound up in Danville being the executive director of the Boys and Girls Club. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah. So that's yeah. the that's the 32nd version. Were you born version. in Danville? Yes, ma'am, okay. I was. So and, your parents and, were
2: from Danville.
5: Uh, well, yes. my, my mom, mom mom was from Danville. Daddy was from Westville. Okay. and so okay. I was born in the old Saint Elizabeth Hospital that no yeah. longer exists. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Me you too. You too. Wow. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and so you know, in grad school, I studied public policy and urban development, and um, you know, really. Prepared for helping lead a city, and um, it's just been great. After that, I led nonprofits, and you know, took organizations that were really struggling yeah. and made them pre- premier organizations. You know, when I went to Project Success, it was near closure, and mm. thankfully, okay. we, we expanded. We went from having um, only about uh, 400 students at about four sites yeah. to 15 sites throughout Vermillion County. Hmm with over a thousand students that we served every day. Wow. Um,
1: yeah, so a couple things up. What is Project Success? There may be people listening that are unaware of what sure. that even is.
5: Project Success is a, is a family and youth development organization. Um, they now, I'm so proud of them, they continued to grow after I left. Okay. Um, they now serve 19 schools throughout the throughout the, uh county and they actually um, help students with life skills Mm. Uh, they help them with their homework and then introduce them to a whole variety of things everything from cooking club Mm. photography club basically it's uh, enhancement um, life enhancement and learning opportunities for young people and was that
1: connected to the boys and girls club or that was separate
5: that was completely separate so i left the boys and girls club and i taught for a semester at southview okay Um, at that time middle school and Mm -hmm. I was praying about what to do and I get this call from Kay Smoot and she says, Ricky, unfortunately our director has breast cancer. Mm -hmm. Is there any way that you could come and help us even just for the summer? Mm -hmm. I started out helping them part time and I guess they like what I did because Mm -hmm. they offered me a full time Mm -hmm. position and we just kind of grew from there.
1: Okay, well that's That's outstanding. Talk a little bit about the Boys and Girls Club because that is such an important organization. Mm
5: -hmm. Sure, I mean what they do for this community is amazing having two hundred, a safe place for 200 students to go every day Mm -hmm. and then project success having a space safe face for mm-hmm. a thousand kids throughout the county. They serve all all school districts except for Armstrong Potomac and Bismarck. Okay, um, so they have they have at least one site in every all of those other communities, which mm-hmm. is wow. great. Mm-hmm. And I know you'd ask me some of what about my previous job yeah, prepared yeah, me for this. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think two big things. Number one, learning how to manage money mm-hmm. and learning how to manage people. Okay, um, stewardship is the key to good success. When yeah. a nonprofit world, if you don't have money, then you can't fulfill your right. mission. Mm-hmm. If you mm-hmm. don't use your your money well, then you can't meet the needs of the children and families you're mm-hmm. supposed to serve. Mm-hmm. How much more so in something like the city of Danville where everyone is counting on you. Before I had a thousand kids counting on me, now 30,000 people are counting on me to do a good job for our community. Um,
1: Did did you ever think I'm going to be the mayor of Danville or the mayor of any place. Was that ever something that you thought about?
5: So absolutely. Um, when I was 18 years old, we had our first ever countywide youth summit. Okay. And I was kind of quiet and shy then, believe it or not. Okay. And my peers chose me to be the spokesperson to the mayor and okay. into, wow. the, into the council. Okay. And God showed me then very clearly that I would be the mayor of Danville one day. Mm-hmm. So, okay. a, a so that was
2: 18. 18. And how old were you when you were elected?
5: <laughs> have to count back. Yeah. <laughs> I have to count back. I guess I would have been 41. Okay, so okay. it took a few years, it, but yeah. you got it, it, there. It took a few years, but we got there. <laughs> and that's just something that I think is important too is that everything happens in God's timing. Yeah. You yeah. know, sometimes even He'll show you something, but it's not quite yet. You know, right. He showed Joseph that one day he would be the ruler mm-hmm. over his mm-hmm. father and his right. brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And it took many years. And he thought many things happened along mm-hmm. the way that made him think he wasn't going to be, that that vision wouldn't come to life, but it did. Right. Because I, I, I just, I, I'm a testimony that God. God's promises are true. Okay. Mm-hmm.
2: So what do you feel are some of your biggest accomplishments that you've you've been able to see happen during your time as mayor?
5: several um i think first of all i've hired an amazing team mm-hmm. um, the people that i work with love what they do and they are committed it's not a serv- it's not a job or a career to them it's a service mm-hmm. so hiring a great team was number one number two they have helped me be great stewards of our resources um, we actually went when i started we only had three hundred thousand dollars in our reserves okay uh, that was uh, November of 18 by um, April of 2020 we had over four and a half million dollars in our reserves mm-hmm. now we have over nine million dollars In our reserves, and that's after it getting up to eleven point two million dollars, and us taking it back down to one point two. Wow!
1: And and what's made the difference? I mean, is how has that unfolded?
5: A couple of things. Number one, strong stewardship, making sure we're focusing on the things that are most important to the people of Danville. Number two, we have actually applied for and received a lot of grant fund money. So, for example, Mm -hmm. just near here, the intersection of Jackson and Voorhees Street, Mm -hmm. we got a $1.3 million grant for that. So that was $1.3 million of our local money that we didn't Didn't have have to to spend spend that we could use on other projects. Where would that grant come from? Uh, came from the state of Illinois. State of Illinois okay. uh, another huge thing, um, we've, d- we've done a lot of work in terms of our infrastructure. Uh, last year alone, we uh, we maintained or improved in some way 23 miles of roads. Oh,
3: wow. Uh,
5: we've dilapidated over... Th- we, we've we um, demolished over 300 dilapidated structures throughout the city of Danville, okay. which is huge because then it, it shores up property values. It makes people feel safer. And it, honestly, it just looks a lot better too. Yeah. Sure. And the other huge thing is supporting our police. Uh-huh. Uh, when I took over... Um, we only had 54 police officers. Now yeah. we have 67, and yeah. we're on our way to hiring 70, which they haven't had that many in almost 30 years. Wow. Wow. Um, okay. We have replaced 26 out of 33 of our police cars and added six more. Okay. And uh, we have just built a strong relationship with the community. And the last but certainly not least, our first Fridays. Yeah. The, the great work that Ashton and her team have done has helped um, – us think about ourselves in a better way Mm -hmm. and also help people look at us in a different way from outside of Danville. Mm -hmm. I want to talk Mm
1: -hmm. about your staff for just a second. Yesterday, I had the opportunity to not be at church for the morning and be at Bismarck High School. Mm -hmm. They had a career day Mm -hmm. and I said, are you sure any students are going to hear Mm -hmm. about ministry as a career? And there were several that came, but Ashton Greer gave Mm -hmm. the keynote and Mm -hmm. she did a great job. She Mm -hmm. really represented Mm -hmm. your office well and I thought had great advice for students. So that's number one. And then I get to work with Sandra Finch on the MLK Day Committee mm-hmm. and just love her leadership with that as well. And I, I could probably mention several others, but those are the two off the top of the head.
5: What, what I'll tell you is I tell people all the time I inherited the best of the Eisenhower regime. Okay. Um, those folks stayed with me. We yeah. weeded out some people that didn't need to be there okay. because they didn't okay. have the best interest of the community at heart. Okay. And then we hired some people with a mm-hmm. servant's heart. And with the skill and work ethic to make Danville the best possible place to live, work, um, invest, and play. So you talk
1: about First Fridays. Tomorrow is a First Friday. So is it the Danville's Got Talent?
5: Is that right? Danville's Got (laughs) Talent. And what I love about it is that we have a little bit of everyone. Uh, We have um, a, a young lady, Jean Lady Menendez, who is actually singing in Spanish and English. We have several um, people who are doing spoken word, which I'm not usually a fan of, yeah. but through their through – their, It can um, be
1: powerful. They, yeah. the,
5: the message that they bring is powerful. And then we have a little bit of everything from country. We have a young lady who's going to be doing some yodeling in her singing uh, <laughs> right. to, to encouraging um, the rap um, awesome. and – um, pop and rock and a little bit of everything So yeah. I think it's going to be so much where fun does First
2: Friday, Where does that take place? At the Fisher? Is that
5: all, all downtown, but this one, okay. this particular event Is at the Fisher, the Fisher. Theater at 6.30 okay. Okay. Almost two-thirds of the tickets are sold already okay. So wow. if you want to go, you better get your ticket today Because
1: yeah. the Fisher, what's it, a whole 800 Something like I think that?
2: After all of that Sounds like a lot of accomplishments What do you still want to do And, and why do you still want to serve as the mayor?
5: Because I love my people and we're not finished yet. not finished. Okay. We have made a lot of proven progress over the last couple of years, and we are on trajectory to grow and um, flourish even more. And I think I have built a lot of relationships um, with uh, with not only individuals, but businesses, mm-hmm. with other agencies. Uh, Such as Vermillion Advantage, such as even other communities like Tilton. Mm. Sometimes it's important that you have a partnership. Tilton and we've worked on some initiatives with Tilton together. Mm. Okay, Um, and and just we're not finished yet. Mm. We have grown a lot. Um, We've seen a lot of economic development. Do you know that we've had over 250 million dollars of. Uh, uh, expansions and new developments come to the city of Danville in just the last couple of years. Okay, Over 600 jobs that have been added to the community by the time uh, the casino opens Mm. and uh, I'm just really proud of the great work that my team and I have done and I think that um, people want trusted, proven leadership. You know, we keep hearing we're on the verge of a recession. Well, what better time to have someone that's a good steward of people and money to be in Mm -hmm. charge of your city? Mm -hmm. And I think that that's what people want is proven progress and they want someone who is not afraid to lead boldly. Mm -hmm. Okay, so
1: this is a show, our mission statement Mm is: we look at the events of the world and specifically our communities Mm -hmm. through the lens of faith. So I want you to address the role you see churches and especially what I would call parachurch <laughs> ministries, ministries like the Women's Care Clinic, the Danville Rescue Mission, <laughs> Dwelling Place, some some of these ministries that are serving the least of these in many ways. What role do you see that interacting with the city of Danville and with our communities?
5: Quite honestly, it's a huge role. And frankly, w- without those organizations, our community would fail. Uh-huh. Um, you, you think about it, Anytime that I have someone who's struggling with homelessness, mm-hmm. I have an opportunity to send them um, somewhere safe because mm-hmm. of para, mm-hmm. para, you know parachurch ministries. Right. Right. Um, and If I have someone that's struggling with addiction, I can send them right. out to you all right. or mm-hmm. to a couple of other places for Celebrate Recovery and other right. things, uh, other great mental health services that can help them. Right. And so I think that the importance of church and parachurch organizations is that they provide a lot of services that the city of danville and other entities just can't provide on their own Mm -hmm. and so we rely on you basically to be our helpmate to to uh, make sure that our people have the things that they need, and we could not make it without y'all. Yeah,
1: well, that's great. That's wonderful. Well, let's do this. Let's go to break. When we come back, I really want to dig deep. I've asked you to think about two or three things, as many as you want, that burden you about Danville, and then really casting a vision, you know, moving forward. What are some goals? What are some projects? Where do you go moving forward? It is Thursday, March 2nd. You're listening to Direct Line Greg and Steph with Danville's mayor, Ricky Williams, and we will be right back after with a name like Hall of Fame,
2: it's gonna be great.
0: Robinson Chiropractic wants you to know that you're never too young or old to benefit from chiropractic care. Robinson Chiropractic can help increase your mobility and range of motion. Plus, regular alignments just make you feel better. Come get acquainted today. Robinson Chiropractic is located at the corner of Vermillion and Poland Road in Danville, also in Hoopston, Westville, and Watsika. Make an appointment today at robchiro.com. That's R-O-B-C-H-I-R-O dot com.
4: Lakewood Insurance Agency can fulfill your farm and business insurance needs. As a result of our expertise in the insurance industry, we carefully examine your current coverages and recommend options best for your operation. Whether we insure you domestically or directly with Lloyds of London, Lakewood has the experience to provide the best insurance for you. Service is most important in our agency, Bill and Mary Lou Knight and Justin Silver have your best interests at heart. Find Lakewood Insurance Agency on Facebook or call 217-260-5647.
1: You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN.
2: Well, welcome back to Direct Line. It's Greg and Stephanie with Mayor Ricky Williams. And when we went off air, I was asking you a little bit about your family background. And so, mom and dad still live in the area, and you have a sibling, a sister, and she's back in the area. Tell us about that.
5: Absolutely, my younger sister Amy. I'm so proud of her. She does um, runs an international soccer business called Tiny Troops, where they teach kids three to five the <laughs> fundamentals of soccer, and they've cool. got over thirty locations around the world. Wow! And that's actually headquartered right here in Danville, Illinois, um, because they, uh, my brother law law, Master Sergeant Brandon Schweizer, after over 20 years of service, just retired from the Marines. And what was supposed to be a five-week vacation here this summer became home. <laughs> oh, yeah. And so now they live across the lake. And my nephews, who are uh, 6, 8, and 10, go to school at Northeast. That's awesome. And I'm just so happy to be able to be a full-time uncle. Yeah. That's right. And I
2: bet your parents are so glad to have grandchildren back oh, in yes. the area.
5: They love it. One of the reasons Mama retired is because she wanted to be able to go <laughs> sure. and spend more time yeah. with them. And now they get to come oh, and spend
2: time with them. That's awesome. Her. And let's
1: that's say great. a word about your mom. Mm-hmm. I mean, just a distinguished <laughs> career at DAC. Yeah. And you hear Laura Williams every morning, uh, every weekday morning morning mm-hmm. at 7 30 a.m what, what is it community connection is that the name of it is that right say a word about your mom
5: i couldn't be prouder of my mom you know she overcame a lot of adversity in her life to be where mm-hmm. she is she um a lot of people don't know she dropped out of high school but she didn't really even go to high school and yeah. For her to be where she is now, it's a testimony to what hard work, Mm -hmm. education, and faith in God can do in your life. So I'm I'm proud of my mom because I wouldn't be where I am without her. That's great. Mm
4: -hmm.
1: That's great. Hey, let's talk Danville. So um, when I made the decision to leave the church I was serving in Clinton and come to Second Church of Christ in Danville, I announced it to our church and I shared with friends. And a common theme was, "I'm so sorry to hear that." (laughs) Um, You know, it was almost like we laugh about it. Well, we laugh about it now, but. I mean, I'll be honest with you. Before I got here, I'm thinking, have I made a bad bad decision? Now, right. I would tell you now is the best decision I've ever made. Yeah. Love this community. Love this county. I know you're not the mayor of the county, but of the right. city. But there's so much good here. But let's be honest. There's a lot of bad press that's out there. Mm-hmm. What do you say to that as mayor?
5: What do I say to that is... Um, We are Danville, and Danville is us. And if you would actually take a look, you would be amazed at the amenities we have here. Some of the nicest, hardest working people you can imagine. Mm -hmm. The way we rally together around causes and around people who need us is incredible. Um, Our natural amenities are wonderful. Mm -hmm. We have an awesome, thriving arts community. Mm -hmm. Um, Not only singing, but theater and, uh, and, and painting and all kinds of art. Right. And also the things that are made around the world actually start here in Danville. We have Automation International, for example, they make the machines that make products for other companies. Yeah. And so what I would tell people is that Danville is amazing, but you've got to take a closer look. Don't, yeah. um, mm-hmm. it's it's kind of also like reputations, right? Some people, sometimes people think a person is bad, but once they get to know them, mm-hmm. it's act, they're actually wonderful. And I would say it's the same, get to know us because Danville is an amazing place. Mm-hmm. Why
1: does Danville get the rap? I mean, I, I'm from Champagne. That's my hometown. I love my hometown, but I'll tell you, it's not all peaches and cream, you know, 30 miles to the west. But it seems like there are some that just really love to stick it to Danville. I don't get that.
5: I I think probably when we had a lot from the mid 90s to early 2000s and we had a lot of closures, factory closures and stuff. (laughs) Okay. And I think that I think it started then and then we've been there punching bag. Yeah. But what I'm excited about though is we have a lot of people that come from different places. I've met multiple folks who come to First Fridays that say, listen, I love. Danville. Danville's yeah. awesome. It's not what we've heard right. about. It's not what we right. thought it was. Right. And actually, I've had a number of people tell me from Champaign and Urbana that they feel safer here mm. than yeah. they did in Champaign and Urbana. Yeah. For example, our our city of, our city our, um, our corporation council, our city attorney, he actually moved here from Urbana and, and he and his wife just love it.
1: Yeah. Mm. Well, and I love the fact you said this early in our interview, um, you're giving props to the police department. Mm-hmm. I, I know there's a good working relationship there. And that's not the case in every community in central Illinois.
5: We we support our police. Um, Chief Yates and his, his team do an amazing job. And that's another misconception. People talk about crime. Crime has actually gone down in Danville over the last four years. For example, our mur- murders have gone down by almost 40%. Our robberies have gone down by over 60%. Our aggravated batteries, which means where someone has used a weapon or Mm -hmm. someone's been injured, have gone Mm -hmm. down by almost 40%. Mm -hmm. So we are actually seeing a major improvement Mm -hmm. um, in crime because our police are fighting hard and also because we fought for them and we've supported them and given them the resources they Mm -hmm. need to be successful. Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. So let's get into two, three, whatever you want to share, burdens that you have when you consider Danville, maybe the area, looking at a potential second term
5: sure um you know a couple of things that really burden my heart are um, the brokenness of people in our community so many people don't have hope and they Mm -hmm. don't have love Um, and i think that's a a place where i would hope that the church will even play an Mm -hmm. even greater role is reaching out and loving Mm -hmm. them and welcoming welcoming them as they are you know jesus whenever he met anyone he loved them And then he also asked them to change, Mm -hmm. but he loved them first, Mm -hmm. right? And so I hope that we'll continue to love more because there are a lot of people who just need somebody to care about them. Um, That's a burden that I have. One of the things practically that bothers me is the amount of blight. We have 2,500 more homes than we than we have people to live in them in the city of Danville, mm. wow. about a 1,000 of which need uh, demolished. And that's why we've been so aggressive yeah. in tearing down those bad houses because I want the little old lady who's lived in her home for 50 years mm. to be able to feel safe. Right. I also want when it's time for her to move with her family or go to assisted care that mm-hmm. she's able to sell, sell her home mm-hmm. for a good value. Mm-hmm. So um, I think those are a couple of things that really burden me are just okay. the brokenness of people and then the condition of our community in terms of blight and that's so you why you said how many homes are our,
2: in that condition
5: about we have 2500 more homes than we need and i would say about a thousand of them or at a point can to i maintain. ask you
2: about how much does it cost to demolish one
5: it depends on whether or not there's asbestos and stuff but gotcha. i would say around twelve thousand dollars Hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm but, just trying but, to think of the numbers and but, but, that all... but we went from demolishing only 20 or 25 a year okay. to like I said over the last few years we've demolished over 300 so we've been very aggressive yeah. because gotcha. people deserve to live in a safe mm-hmm. and, uh, and peaceful beautiful community mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You, you know in terms of things that I want to do during the second term uh, things that are most important to me. Number one are to continue to be a good steward of your money and okay. our and our staff, mm-hmm. because again, that's the key to being able to do everything else. If you manage money wisely and mm-hmm. you have the resources mm-hmm. you need to demolish mm-hmm. homes, yeah. to support your police, yeah. to improve the roads as we have this past year, if you if you aren't a good manager of money or people, then you cannot accomplish all of those other things that are so critical to the people. That you're supposed mm-hmm. to be serving
1: okay um i know there's a big project going on with a pool at garfield park talk, talk about how that's even coming to be
5: sure um so unfortunately our our swimming pool was in a in a rough condition okay and um uh it, we had to close it um and we've we've lost a lot in danville right okay. um, we've lost so many things uh, including our movie mm-hmm. theater recently Uh-huh this the pool is one of those amenities that we possess that we own okay. that we can do something about okay. so we knew that we were going to have to either fix it or, or close it permanently and we yeah. decided to fix it and guess what god sent us money in the form of arpa through this coronavirus okay. with which we'll be able to fix it okay. and it's going to be amazing uh, we'll have have everything will basically be new except the outlay of the of the uh pool itself so we'll have a brand new bathhouse brand new pump house. And I think one of the things that the kids when I talk to them are most mm-hmm. excited about, we're going to have three huge water slides wow. too. So okay. it'll, it'll be a little different and a little funner and definitely a lot yeah. fresher than it was before. But uh, we're really proud of that. Along with that, we'll be be getting rid of all of the houses around the periphery okay. and also the buildings that separate Garfield Pool and Park. And so it will become one big 20 hmm. acre campus. Okay. What I love is that it'll give you lines of sight. It'll make people that are there Um, enjoying activities, feel safer. Mm -hmm. It'll make it easier for our police to patrol Mm -hmm. because they'll be able to see more easily into the park. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's just going to be great. Uh, People are really excited. We have veterans that exercise there in the morning. Um, We have rehab programs that come there. We have um, some classes that are held sometimes for seniors and ladies. So it's a real community asset that I think is critical mm-hmm. for a city our size
2: well yeah I was just gonna say like the, the movie theater everybody you know complains the movie theater closed well that's because most of us are sitting on our couches watching Netflix that's right. really not right. but you can't Culture's changing. you can't you know vicariously or what's you know a kid you're gonna get in the pool you're gonna get in the water and you're right. gonna do it with your buddies it's not something you're gonna do at home by clicking buttons so And, and, yeah, and I what mean, I
5: love too about that Stephanie is it's something for all ages right, right? it's not right. just for kids right I'm telling you some of the biggest advocates that I have for the pool are folks who live yeah. across the lake that man i want to be able to get in that olympic pool yeah. and mm-hmm.
2: swim laps again you know
5: yeah. so yeah. and that's garfield park is
1: that Gar- Gar- right Garfield park okay. and pool that's okay. and is it right. supposed
2: to be done for this season God, i wish i, mean, I wish no, unfortunately okay. we're Next shooting
5: season. for memorial day of 2024 gotcha. okay.
1: it's a big project yeah. i know uh, yeah sure. hey i've got an odd question and just in full disclosure i asked it to your can- mm-hmm. your um the the candidate that's also in the race mm-hmm. last week let's say you don't win let's say and I, what is it five weeks we away is that right four and a le- half weeks le- something like that five. yeah it was five weeks yeah. as of tuesday yeah. so let's say you don't win a second term mm-hmm. how's that impact you what's next for ricky williams and i know you don't want to think about going into losing mm-hmm.
5: but uh, what what's next Sure. First and foremost, I am going to do everything that I can to ensure an orderly transition. Okay. I'm gonna. Uh, ha- I would have um, my opponent come in and uh-huh. help teach her the ropes and uh-huh. make sure that she's as ready as she possibly can be. Because the most important thing to me. Mm-hmm. Is our city and our people and that things are run well. So I would work hard to set her up for success. Yeah. Um, thankfully I Dave Ramsey'd it, and the mm. only debt that I have left are my house and my student loans. Yeah. Student loans should be done here very soon. Mm. So I will just wait and see what the Lord has for me. I'm not okay. going to rush into anything. Um okay. but just a, a lot of praying and then and maybe a vacation. <laughs> yeah. 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 And
2: where would that be? Where's your where would you want to go?
5: You know, I have dear <laughs> friends from India and I've always Aww. wanted to go there. Yeah. So I'd probably go to India. Oh, I, I yeah. think that's cool. gonna happen one way, I either way, yeah. one one know.
1: way
2: or the other. Yes, sir. I'll tell you oh, my trip neat. my
1: first trip to India changed my life huh. forever. You know, it's yeah. it's an yeah. amazing, amazing place to visit and uh, a lot of people are afraid to go to India that that are Christians mm. because of all the persecution that's mm-hmm. happening but there's still a lot of good that's mm. happening there Jeremiah no 29
5: it. 11 says I know the plans I have for you says the Lord plans to prosper you and not to plan and not to harm you plans to give you hope in the future yeah. so I know God is with me wherever mm. I go and I'm going to trust him and I so there therefore I can travel mm. anywhere yeah. without mm. fear mm.
1: last question mm-hmm. um not everybody that listens to the show is a believer but a lot of them are and a lot of them are people of Prayer. What would you throw out as a prayer request or multiple prayer requests for people that pray?
5: Number one, I think I would ask that people pray for strength for me and my family. Um, unfortunately, when you go through a process like this, sometimes folks are nasty. Mm-hmm. Um, you get a lot of folks who are two-faced and backbiting, mm-hmm. and um, I just pray that they would they would give um, give us strength to stay the course. You know. Um, you look at the Old Testament; the prophets faced a lot of opposition, and we're doing the work that I think the Lord is proud of mm-hmm. here. And uh, so I just pray that pray for strength. Uh, number two, I pray for wisdom. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to think that I'm a pretty smart guy, and I know that I work hard. However, there are some things every week. There seems mm-hmm. that there are new things that come up that I'm I don't I haven't dealt with before. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I pray for wisdom that God would um, show us how to best handle those. And then I also just pray for um, revival in terms of. Um, our spirits and our minds um, because uh-huh. the, the only thing that can truly train someone is their relationship with Jesus Christ mm-hmm. and um, I I just ask that he would help me to be a good ambassador. Um, I, I'm very fiery mm-hmm. so that's, that's part as part of being a good ambassador that the Lord would help bridle my tongue mm-hmm. um, sometimes <laughs> with um, maybe keep my fingers under control <laughs> uh, and, and just so that I can be a good steward of mm-hmm. the gift that he's given mm-hmm. me um, and that others might be um, might have love and peace and might come to him because I've been a good, a good ambassador Mm -hmm. of the
1: gift. Well, Mayor Ricky Williams, thank you. Yes. I know you're a busy guy. Mm-hmm. Thanks for taking time to come and sit with us today. And uh, you're blessings. You're
2: reading some Dr. Seuss here later today. I'm so, so excited. Yeah. I get to
5: go to Mead Park and, <laughs> and read with the kids. It's when My mom did that with me when I was a kid, and I love it. Yeah. Thank yeah. you guys for this opportunity. Yeah. I'm excited. I love the citizens of Danville. We've made a lot of proven progress over the last several years, and I'm conti- I'm ready to continue helping us do great mm-hmm. things because the people of Danville deserve someone who will work for everyone and not special interests.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank 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 you. you. Well, Steph, we've got about 90 seconds left. Happy birthday.
2: Is it my my October? Today today?
1: is the uh, end of our third year of Direct Line. And we start year four, believe it or not.
2: (laughs) Four years. And so, uh,
1: Mr. Mayor, I don't know if you know this or not, but our first show was March 5, 2020. And then the world came crashing to a halt. And so Direct Line almost died before it even started. (laughs) But we were able to pre record, and the people at Newhoff were wonderful to work with us. But yeah, we are entering year four, and just Mm -hmm. kind of a a tease of of events. Uh, a pro- program, shows in the future. Mike Holvey going to be with us in two weeks. Very good. He's going to talk a little bit about Newhoff mm-hmm. and the partnership with mm-hmm. Direct Line and mm-hmm. where he sees this possibly going. Mm-hmm. And then we're working to put together a forum on March 23rd for the District 118 school board candidates just to give them an yeah. opportunity. It won't Very be good. long because there's several of them. Mm-hmm. They won't get 30 minutes, but um, just they can tell a little bit about themselves and where they go and what they do. So, Steph, thanks for being with us every step of the way. Well,
2: thanks for letting me join. I have learned a lot by just being with you and hanging out with you because you're such a history buff and you teach me a lot of things. Well, we
1: have had so much fun just getting to know people, just sitting with people like Ricky today and, you know, Jackie last week, and it's just been a blessing. And we couldn't do it without Garrett, the sound guy. Way to go, Garrett. Garrett. (laughs) And so on behalf of Stephanie and Mayor Ricky Williams and Garrett, the sound guy, this is Greg saying so long. We'll find you next week on Direct Line.